Smile Pinky, Oscar-winning documentary, tells the story of a life-changing operation for cleft palate on a six-year-old Indian girl. I'm your host, Dr. Maurice Pickard, and you're listening to Reach MD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. Our guest today from Varanasi, India, is Dr. Subodh Kumar Singh. Dr. Subodh is the Director-in-Chief of Plastic Surgery at GS Memorial Plastic Hospital in Varanasi, India, who, with the NGO Smile Train, provided this help to underserved children worldwide. Thank you very much for joining us. Smile Pinky has just won the Oscar in the United States. Could you tell me how this project took shape and how you became involved? It was a planning of some of the people, including Brian Mulani, who thought about starting an NGO called Smile Train, which will help the patients in developing world who are suffering from cleft lip and cleft palate. There were so many other NGOs existing even before that, and there was a main difference between Smile Train and other charities was that Smile Train was empowering local doctors and local hospitals to take care of their own patients rather than bringing missionary surgeons from developed world to the developing countries to operate few cases in the camp and leave them there. So this was the main difference between the Smile Train and other charities. So it started working in so many countries in India too. I was having a small plastic surgery hospital in Varanasi, India, and this is a rather underdeveloped part of this country, and there are a lot of poor patients and medical facilities for plastic surgery were sparse and a lot of patients were coming to me for cleft surgeries, and they could not afford the surgeries. I was helping them somehow. Then I came to know about a smile train and contacted them and became a partner of this smile train. And then we started reaching out to these children, and a lot of patients started coming to our hospital, and we started providing treatment to them absolutely free of cost. For our listeners, could you tell me the size of the problem, both in India and worldwide, of cleft palate and cleft lip? In India, about one in every 700 live-born child is a cleft child. So about 35,000 cleft children are born in India every year. But that's not a big thing that we cannot handle. But the main problem is the backlog. We have a backlog of 1 million patients is still waiting for their surgeries. And now 35,000 are being added every year. Five years back, we were able to operate only 15,000 to 20,000 patients. But now, with the help of a smile train, we are operating about 50,000 patients every year. But with this rate even, it, it might take a 100 years to clear out the backlog unless we double the number of cases that we are operating every year. So a lot of hospitals and a lot of doctors are now participating in this Smile 10 mission and we are reaching out to more and more patients and bringing them to our hospitals to treat them. How many doctors are involved and how many hospitals are involved in your network? In the Smile 10 network, there are 160 hospitals and about 250 doctors who are working day and night for cleft children. And all these hospitals are also having their outreach programs. They are organizing camps, bringing in more patients, reaching out to them, and trying to reach more and more patients every year. How did you choose Pinky to be the protagonist of this film? 
Megan Mylan was here, and we were looking for patients because we were organizing an outreach program in my hospital, which is called GS Memorial Hospital. And Megan Mylan came down here to shoot all the activities which my hospital was doing. And she was looking for a child which will be a protagonist. So she went out with the social workers of the, this hospital who were going into the interior villages to find out patients. And there in one of the villages, she found out Pinky. Pinky was a six-year-old, very cute, very innocent, sweet girl, but she was hiding behind the clothes of her mother. And there, there were vertical lines on her forehead, if you see her previous photographs. And she, her eyes was looking down. She was shy and hiding behind her mother. And she had a very photogenic face, and she was a very bright girl. So Megan pointed her out and decided that she would be the lead role in this film. And then our social workers convinced the family, and Pinky came to the camp, which was organized in the hospital. She was hospitalized and treated there, and she, she went back home, and her life changed totally. We should mention that Megan Milan is the producer and director of this film, and many of us in the United States had an opportunity to see a film also of hers called Lost Boys of Sudan. But getting back to, to Pinky, for those who have not seen the film, how would you characterize the major themes, the major philosophical ideas that you tried to instill in the audience so that they would walk away with a, a message? This film shows the extent of the problem, how the patients are coming in big numbers to a camp organized in a hospital. There is a small hospital in Varanasi called GS Memorial Hospital, which was trying hard to reach out to more and more patients and was sending its social workers who were going on bus stands, railway stations, putting posters there, informing people they were going to their schools with posters and handbells, and informing people and asking them if they knew any patient who had a cleft lip or cleft palate. Then it shows that large number of patients are turning out. They're coming to the hospital in all kinds of vehicle and even barefoot. It also shows how the social workers are reaching out in interior villages and they're convincing people, convincing parents that this surgery can actually be performed free of cost for them. And once they believe, they decide to come to the hospital. Now, they also sh this film also shows the plight of the cleft patients before surgery, how, how they are absolutely socially outcast before the surgery, they are not going to school, the, the friends are not playing with them, and then with a lot, lot of hope, they're coming to the hospital. And in hospital, everybody takes care of them. And it also shows how parents are taking care of their own children before and after surgery. And then when the patients go home, the whole of the village comes around their homes to see the child whose lip has been repaired now. And the happiness in, on the faces of their mothers and fathers. And again, after five months, it shows that the same children like Pinky and Ghutaru, those two protagonists in this film, they are going to their school and they are very happy child. They are learning things. In a very simple way, this film shows everything. And despite being a documentary film, there is not a single narration. There's nothing goes in the background. You can, you can see all the scenes and understand the story, story yourself.
If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Maurice Pickard, and joining me today to discuss this Oscar-winning documentary, Smile Pinky, is Dr. Subod. Dr. Subod is Chief of Plastic Surgery at GS Memorial Plastic Hospital in Varanasi, India. Well, Pinky lived certainly in a world of isolation, and now she's two years older, and many of us had a chance to see her on television when she came to Hollywood for the Oscars. Could you characterize what her life is like now and what her vision for her future is? Her life is totally changed now. Not only she has a beautiful face, but she also regained her confidence. She has developed a personality of her own. She has developed likings and dislikings. Now, she is now reaching out to everything. She wants to know about everything. She is a quick learner. She is learning so many things. So she has a very good attitude towards life now. She wants to study. And every time she she said that she wishes to become a doctor, and when people asked her why she wants to become a doctor, she said to repair the cleft lips. So that is in her mind. She wishes to become a doctor to repair cleft lips of children who are suffering like she was suffering before the surgery. I was impressed. Not only was this a medical film, but I was impressed by the role of the social workers and the counselors, gaining the trust of the parents. For example, a Pinky's father believed an eclipse was involved in her deformity. So there is a tremendous amount of illiteracy and knowledge of the opportunity that this problem has a solution. Could you comment on that? Yeah, this is a popular belief. Even in educated people in India, people believe that if there is a solar or lunar eclipse and if the pregnant mothers are cutting vegetables during that, the child can have cleft of the lip and palate. But then educated people and those who can afford it, they reach out to the hospitals and the doctors to get surgeries done. But there is still a big unawareness in these people. And you can understand by the fact that we are operating cleft cases for five years. And in five years, in India, the number of cleft cases being operated has become five times. All the hospitals with the smile train were operating about 10,000 cases five years back. Now they are operating 50,000 cases. The average age at surgery in my hospital was 7.2 years five years back, and it is 7.2 years even now. So there is a tremendous backlog. And all, we will have to work very hard to bring this average age at surgery lower. We want it to be less than one year. What is, uh, speaking as a plastic surgeon, what is the optimum time to operate on a child with cleft palate or cleft lip? Now, in India, we, we operate cleft lip between three months and six months of age and cleft palate between nine months and 12 months of age. That's the optimum time. In the film, there certainly was a prevalence of poor children and underserved children. Does this exist more in the poor part of the population of any underdeveloped country? And do we know really why? Yeah, I believe so. And uh, there are some evidences coming up. We are doing a lot of genetic research, biochemical analysis, and also nutritional study. We have found that patients who are poorly nourished, and although it has to be substantiated, but we have found those deficient in some of the vitamins, including vitamin B6, in B9, and some of the genes like MTHFR in Indian population is found to be associated. Now, this is associated with the homocysteine metabolism, and which has been found 
to be high when it it was present it was affected when the gene was affected it was found to be high so this could be associated with the cleft and although there are a lot of genes which have been associated with the genesis of cleft lip and palate there has to be some common link which is affecting the expression of certain genes which is causing cleft so there is still a lot of study to be done on this subject but since we are seeing a large number of patients coming from a poorer area and at malnourished with malnourished mothers so we have a reason to believe that the incidence is high in poorer patients we've talked about how children are ostracized and live in isolation with this problem that they don't go to school because they are given the slang name cut lip but could you comment on the impact socially for the entire family unit it does now the birth of a cleft child is a disastrous experience for the whole family and parents especially have a guilt feeling and after some time initially they are shocked and after some time they don't want to take their children out because everybody asks questions to them they don't take them out in the social functions in the public places and even these children could not go to the school because once they try to go to school they tease so much that they come back and they continue to stay there in their home the school authorities even teachers do not understand their problem because many of the cleft palate patients cannot speak well and cannot listen well because of their hearing deficiencies this is not understood by the school authorities even when they grow older they do not get good matches for marriage and the job providers do not give them good jobs so they end up remaining poor and illiterate and ultimately they die 15 years before their other siblings the life expectancy for cleft children in india is 15 years less than other children i think when anybody sees this film you experience multiple emotions of tragedy desperation poverty the emotions of fear and relief but the best thing you feel when you get done with this film is a sense of amazement and hope in the faces of both the children and their parents i'd like to thank our guest dr subod kumar singh for discussing his work with smile train this is a documentary of a film about a 6-year-old girl meeting a challenge but she is just one example of those who have this operation and have their whole opportunities opened up for them when they have lip and cleft palate corrective surgery. Dr. Sabot, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much. I'm Dr. Maurice Pickard and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable from ReachMD Radio on XM 160, the channel for medical professionals. ReachMD online on demand and on air. Please visit us at reachmd.com and thank you for listening.